Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. Okay, we're going to go straight in for the down and dirty and then ease back out of it with a nice light story, hopefully, to start your Monday morning. First of all, check out uh, our X space that we did yesterday at 3 o'clock. It should be on my timeline somewhere. It was recorded, so you can go back and listen to it. Me and Jason from Lower Road Radio, or Jason and I. Jason and me, whatever. Um, so check, we do that every Sunday. The Scuttlebutt Sunday X space. Every Sunday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern. And we, yes, we are doing it, uh, this next, this coming Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to do it. We do it every Sunday. Okay. Anyway. Also, uh, I have a wig review up on my Rumble channel. If you would like to go check that out, I'm trying to get my Rumble channel back up and running. And, of course, my blog at carolremarks.com. Okay, on with the show. We are going to start off with some AI virtual sex stuff. It's kind of disturbing. I have questions, though. Um, Let's get there to it. Let's see. Go to the story. This is from the New York Post, of course. Most of the headlines I talk about I get from the New York Post. And it's from by news.com AU. Inside Berlin's Cy Brothel, the world's first AI brothel using virtual reality sex dolls. Okay. <laughs> virtual reality sex dolls. All right. Sex workers must now compete with artificial intelligence as the world's first AI brothel pioneers the future of sex. At first glance, Berlin's Cybrothel operates like a traditional escort business. Private suites can be booked for a few hours or overnight, and clients can choose their companion from a list of seductive names like Bimbo or Miss Schmidt. Do those sound like seductive names to you? And what are you booking a room for? Because this is virtual reality. You're already in probably your own room in reality in your home wearing a headset. I am not understanding how this is working at all. So, but the Berlin Bardellos, Bordellos futuristic edge lies with its workers. At Cybrothel, patrons share company with life-size sex dolls instead of human sex workers. But they're not real, okay? They're on, they're in a virtual reality in, in, that's displaying in front of your eyeballs that you have on your headset, okay? So here we go. Bimbo, Kokeshi, and Ko can't move or speak, (laughs) but clients interact with them in the virtual realm donning VR headsets to watch immersive 4D porn featuring their favorite sex bot. I don't know what four, how is 4D different from 3D? Does 4D surround you? You feel like you're actually there. But keep in mind, you're not there. You're still sitting on your bed at home, okay? What are you interacting with? The air? 
I, you know, I don't, I don't understand how this works. Cy Brothel is the first in the world to fill its brothel with Im- immersive AI and co-owner Matthias Smetana told news.com.au his business was on a quest to develop the next generation robotic dolls that would respond to touch and speak in real time. The AI sex specialist said Cybrothel attracted sex industry veterans looking for a more innovative experience and first-time visitors were drawn to the pressure-free environment. I'm going to read that paragraph again. The AI sex specialist said Cybrothel attracted sex industry veterans. What does that mean? What what are sex industry veterans? What is that? I'm so confused by this story. Am I just a prude? Do, am I not understanding what is happening here? You're putting on a headset to to interact and, and be in a porn, but you're sitting on your bed or your couch at home. I'm very confused. Maybe somebody can straighten this out for me. I don't know. My next story is a dad claims ex-wife forced young son to gender transition despite his protest. We are seeing this more and more and more. This is from, uh, this is written by Carl Campanile, uh, from the New York Post. A New York mom, I'm sorry, a New York, a New York man says his ex-wife forced their young son to, to transition from a boy to a girl during their divorce despite his protest that his son never wanted to be a girl in the first place. What is wrong with these women? And, you know, the gent and I talked about this yesterday on the, I mean, yeah, was it yesterday on the podcast? Um, how I've realized that this has nothing to do with the gay community. This all has to do, if you notice, these kids that are being transitioned are from white couples, white heterosexual couples. Okay, not, of course, this case is just the mom. Dennis Hannon, a 32-year-old former banking vice president from Buffalo, who now works as a software engineer, told the Post on Sunday he was engaged in a lengthy seven-year legal battle that ended with him losing authority over his son's medical care. He says the fight began when his ex-wife, Amy Hannon, began pushing his son to transition at the age of three by dressing him in girls' clothes. This woman is effed up in the head, forcing her child to be go- to become a girl. But she did hit it from but she hid it from him, and whenever he'd pick up his son during visitation periods, he remained a little boy. I didn't realize that when he was in his mom's care, he was actually a girl named Ruby. <sighs> then he saw a notice from the school that referred to his son as Ruby Rose Hannon, and it broke his heart. It was a, it was a unilateral gender tra- gender transition of my child. I had no say. Oh man. Wow, he says his ex brought his son to a gender therapist who recommended puberty blockers to start at age nine. God, this just really pisses me off. This pisses me off so much. This is child abuse. When did child abuse become okay? Isn't child abuse illegal? 
that why and these therapists are participating in it so usually the therapists are the ones that recommend the child be taken away from some somebody like this a monster like this god this pisses me off so much and it should piss everybody else off too everybody needs to be pissed off about this and raise some hell i'm sick of it he eventually took her to court in 2020 as he tried to intervene in what he believes was unnecessary treatment my son was never diagnosed with gender dysphoria, he told the Post. And for one thing, gender dysphoria, I'm sorry. I know I'm not a therapist, but I understand some people say it's real, but I think it's rare, okay? These people are forcing this shit on these kids. Amy Hannon said she didn't want to go into specifics about the case when the Post reached her on Sunday. I guess she didn't, but she said it was not as clean cut as her ex made it seem. Yes, it is, bitch. Mm, mm, mm. There are. I'm sorry. I know. I need to be more calm because I sound like a crazy person now. I'm the one that sounds crazy instead of her when I get riled up like that and use curse words. But it upsets me. It upsets me, and I think more people need to be upset. But they're afraid to be upset because they're gonna, they're afraid they're going to sound like a crazy person. <sighs> There are two sides to every story, she said, and after having read the daily story, the amount of lies in that story are quite appalling. It's the child that's important here. Yes, yes, ma'am, it is. It is the child that's important here, and your child at three years old did not want to become a girl. You made that decision. Didn't it, I, I will stand on that. I am confident in that. You know, I am typically not a confident person. I'm really not. But when it comes to this, I am very confident. Dennis Hannon said the long court battle cost him $150,000 in legal fees, and although he still has visitation rights, he has no say over the medical decisions. Wow. Wow. What would you do in this situation? What would you do? My heart breaks for this man and this child. If What would you do? And, you know, if you, you can't take the kid and kidnap him and leave because then, then you're a, a criminal. Mm -mm -mm. I lost sole medical authority. I lost custody. I lost $150,000 in legal fees. But I saved my son. But did you? You didn't save your son. A, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, good. Hold on, hold on. A year after the court battle ended... He says the now nine-year-old is living happily as a boy. Okay. Suddenly, he has no desire to be a girl, Hannon said, adding that he's trying to get custody but teetering on bankruptcy. He never had a desire to be a girl. It was delusional his mom pushed on him. Okay. No one ever considered the psychological impact of socially transitioning a five-year-old, he said. They had a treatment before a diagnosis. I will always love my son, whoever he wants to be, Hannon said to the gender identity. But this wasn't his choice. It was forced upon him. Okay, so that kind of had good. It has a good ending. Man, I got all upset for nothing. Whew, okay. Oh, wow. All right, this next story, we are going. this is what we're going to end with here. And then I'll have the question of the day. I've gone on and on and on and rambled long enough, y'all. This story is so stupid. <laughs> okay, wife shaking after spotting husband in selfie she took years before they met. This is by Tracy Schwartz in the New York Post.
A Malaysian-born content creator has gone viral for sharing how she spotted her husband in the background of a selfie she took years before they met. Mm-hmm. Right. And that shows a picture of her you know, taking a selfie, and there's a man in the background. Okay. Jen Chia was stunned to discover her partner in the image snapped in October of 2012, about 11 years before the pair married and two years before they were connected. Yeah, right. I'm still shaking looking at this, Chia32 wrote on Instagram in December as a caption to the 2012 photo that showed her at a theater cafe holding a glass. In the, in the background is her husband, John Little, 33, a Malaysia-raised singer-songwriter who appeared to be waiting in line at the box office. Okay, I call bullshit on this. Uh, I call bullshit on this. I think it's probably superimposed. She probably rigged it. It's, it's, it's a doctored photo or something. It's not real. I don't believe it. Or it's a total stalker situation. I had put this story out on Twitter and somebody immediately thought like I did and responded, oh, that's stalking. So that was my first, that was my first thought was stalking. But then I thought, no, she probably fixed this picture up. So you can go read all about that if you'd like. But we need to move on because I've gone on and on long enough. So let's do the question of the day. Okay, totally random. How do you like your pizza? And I know that is a wide open question. Do you like it thin crust? Do you like thick crust? I like thin crust. And I like a lot of cheese on it. And I don't mind a lot of meat. I don't mind a lot of vegetables. Uh, no sardines or anchovies. Um, I don't even mind pineapple and ham on it. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I would eat it. Um, my favorite, my favorite toppings on my pizza are obviously cheese, lots of cheese, tomato. I like like a supreme. So it's got a little bit of, it's got some meat on it, but it also has bell peppers. It's got banana peppers, uh, um, onions, mushrooms. I like, I'm not, not real big on olives on my on my pizza, I don't like olives at all, period. Blech. And But I can pick off the olives. if, Like if you order a pizza with all that on, I can pick off. I'll, I'll even eat them on there, but it's not my favorite. But now I want a pizza. Now I want pizza for breakfast. Right now at 541 in the morning, I would like some pizza. So how do you like your pizza? What do you, what's your favorite topping and how do you like your pizza? Okay, maybe where, where do you, do you, like to order your pizza do you get frozen pizza i like any kind of pizza quite frankly and a good cheap frozen pizza is delicious <laughs> i love me a good cheap frozen pizza what is wrong with me okay anyway we had some pizza the other day at work from costco and they ordered several different kinds and i just happened to get in line and i just got a two two slices of cheese pizza Oh my God, it was the best pizza I've had in a while. It was really good. Costco pizza, cheese pizza, who knew? All right, gotta go. Thanks for listening. My name is Carol, and these are my remarks. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.